0: <laughs> welcome back to four and tow podcast where moms can find encouragement on their journeys through homeschooling i'm your host elizabeth and this is episode 34 we invite people of all backgrounds to share their stories their nuanced conversations and forward thinking and not taking ourselves too seriously everyone's story matters every voice is important life is polarizing but not everything is black and white come join us as we fade to gray fade to gray is available anywhere you listen to podcasts head on over to fade to gray for more information we're going to finish up my series of talks about how to get started with homeschooling by talking today about how to build your tribe and resources So let's talk resources. Resources are everything besides books and curriculum that you can use for your family's education. I highly, highly, highly recommend you looking through your own personal library and making note of what you have available to you. You might have books that you don't realize you have. You might have been given books or had picked up books. If you're a bibliophile like myself, you might not even realize how many books you have and might not realize what resources you have available on the shelves next to you. Check those out, make note of what you have, organize them so that you can see what history books you have. I have a bookshelf of picture books organized by geographical location so that when we study Asia, I have books about Asia that I can pull off the shelf and read a storybook to my kiddos. Public library cards. Having access to a public library is invaluable. You can find some books there. Believe it or not, no matter how small your library is, you'll be able to find some resources on various topics that you're studying. Make a list of the local museums in your area. If you do a Google search, you may be surprised at just how many local museums you have available to you. Even if you live in a rural area, the internet, it is a huge place for you to be able to find things to help you out. A few of my favorite places to find helps for homeschooling YouTube, Instagram, teacherspayteachers.com, and Pinterest. Teachers Pay Teachers, they have a huge selection of resources available to you, the homeschool parent, some of which don't even cost a thing that will help you teach your children. And last of all, tech options. There are a lot of tech options out there to help you to teach your children using technology. Check out my episode number 27 with Monica Burns of Class Tech Tips to get more information about what is out there. The next thing you'll want to do is make a list of extracurricular activities that are available in your area. With just a little digging, you can find a lot of opportunities for you and your children. In my area, for example, what I have available are art classes, music classes, both private and group, access to participate in a local community theater, YMCA, where we can do swimming lessons, gymnastics, and basketball, taekwondo and karate classes, soccer, t-ball and baseball, gymnastics at private gyms, dance classes. We even have ice rinks with ice skating lessons and hockey teams that we can be part of. There are also local farms where kids can learn how to ride horses and be part of a horse riding camp. And one more, if you live in the rural areas, you have access to 4-H, a club designed to teach kids life on the farm. None of this includes any of the co-ops that are also, I'm sure, available in your area. And if you don't know if you have one near you, do a Google search or search on Facebook and I'm sure you'll find a co-op near you. So finding your tribe, i found, is a huge thing. Finding people that are like-minded in how we approach homeschooling and how we approach life really is the best approach to homeschooling, I think, and really the most helpful for the homeschool parents and encouraging homeschool families. Ways that I've built my tribe is by attending some of the extracurricular activities or offering piano lessons as a piano teacher and meeting the families that... I come in contact with. I found a lot of like-minded moms in my area through play dates, which can be hit or miss, but for me and my family, a group co-op hasn't worked very well to build relationships with people, only because we all seem to be the type of people that do better one-on-one. Although we are great in big crowds, to really build relationship, we've found that it works much better if a couple moms and a couple kids get together. To hang out, I do try and schedule play dates on a regular basis when we're not in, in the middle of a pandemic. And when that has happened, we've really started to build some great relationships with people. Church, for a lot of people, is another great place to find and build relationships. But if you're not religious or have decided to ride off the church, as some of us have, uh, sometimes being very intentional in your relationships and being very intentional in your play dates would be highly recommended. There's nothing quite like being able to sit down over a cup of tea or a cup of coffee and just really talk shop with a fellow homeschool mom. There is always the danger of comparing, but if you go into it thinking about encouraging each other rather than competing, you'll come out on the other side with a great friend. A few maybe less traditional, more contemporary ways to find your tribe would be to Follow Instagram hashtags or Instagram posts and get to know the people that are surrounding particular home Instagrammers posting about their homeschools. I found some actually some pretty cool people following Instagram hashtags and I've started to build some great relationships with people as a result of building my Instagram follows. You can also find and follow podcasters. Oftentimes, a podcast will have a group or a Facebook page with a community that follows that podcast and you can find like-minded people on those platforms as well. If you're interested in following any of my if you're interested in following any of my stuff, just look for 4 into podcast. I'm on Facebook and Instagram and on Twitter 4 into pod. Facebook groups is another great way to build relationships in this modern era. If you search homeschool or homeschool groups near me, On Facebook, you'll find a plethora of homeschool groups available. In my area, we have groups for each county, all on Facebook posting field trips and group learning opportunities and just plain hangout times with moms. I've also found homeschool groups that encourage homeschool moms with particular styles of homeschooling. And of course, there's always the buy-sell trade sites on Facebook, great place to find curriculum, and at times, a new friend. You never know what you can find on the internet. Yes, it can be a scary place, but honestly, I have found some great new friendships as a result of following podcasts and Instagram feeds. People that I would not have naturally met because we just live so far away. Talking to you, Lauren. Finding people who are going to encourage you on your homeschool journey should be a top priority. There's going to be enough naysayers and you're going to go through your own self-doubts. Finding somebody that will be able to encourage you on your journey will be the greatest thing you can do for yourself. Let me encourage you. Reach out. For the rest of today's episode, I'm going to introduce to you a new friend of mine, Serena Ryan. She's from The Confident Homeschooler a website, an online community that she's created specifically to encourage new homeschool parents. I do apologize for my audio quality during the interview. Even though I was having issues with my recording equipment, I felt that the information in this segment was too good to just throw away. So without further ado, enjoy. Hi. Hello, everyone. Yeah, I'm not going to do a proper intro because probably what I'm going to do is cut this interview up. Uh, quite a bit and like okay. each little topic go put it into something. Okay. I, I don't know about you but this week in particular I have gotten a slew of people reaching out asking for help. It's like exponentially multiplied.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. Yep. And And I've been
0: spending a lot of time answering questions which I'm loving by the way. I'm not complaining about this at all but just that I'm hoping I get an episode out this weekend because I've spent most of my spare time answering questions. Yeah. So I see that the need is huge. Yes. Agreed. Serena, I actually, I will do this much. Let's talk about your, the confident homeschooler community because okay, I, I, I have questions now uh, for the sake of the podcast. I attempted an interview with Serena last week and I didn't save it. And my computer storage was full, so here we are, <laughs> re-recording. So I already have the inside scoop, uh, even though you guys don't yet. So, <laughs> but since our last conversation, I've had more questions, and so I thought, you know, let's go ahead and introduce your group to everybody, so people can okay. jump on with you, and then I'm gonna keep asking questions. So, what is the Confident Homeschooler?
1: All right, hi everyone. Um, Yes. The Confident Homeschooler is like a big hug. (laughs) I don't know. I see it as like, for me, The Confident Homeschooler is definitely like a passion project and something that is on my heart. Um, I started it in 2017 after a tumultuous start with homeschooling myself, and I just created it to really educate, um, inform, and empower, and encourage other parents to homeschool- to start homeschooling who wanted to, who had the desire, but didn't even know where to start, didn't have any friends that did it. Basically, I was trying to help the person that I had been a few years before that. So I created the brand, and it's kind of evolved over the past few years. And now, um, gosh, I mean, like you said, right now, it's crazy how homeschooling is Something I never expected it to be, and it's definitely an interesting time because a lot of the people that are contacting me aren't interested in homeschooling long term. They're literally just looking for an interim solution until they can put their kids back to school safely. Hopefully, the next school year. So it is a different conversation um, because I love to look at homeschooling as a lifestyle, and you know, to talk about lifelong learning and to really dive into like, what is education? Uh, and so for these parents that are looking at it as a temporary thing, it really is a bit different mm-hmm. um, because they're definitely trying to make sure that they meet standards and that they don't fall behind and they're sticking with Common Core going off on a tangent, but um, oh, that's, it's good because this is where we are at in the current climate. Yeah. It's, it's very relevant. It, it is crazy. So The Confident Homeschooler, I mean, we've had a course called Homeschool with Confidence that is kind of follows our framework. We have a four pillar framework, which is basically like de-schooling yourself first, which I didn't learn or even hear of till years later. Yeah. And I realized I did de-school, but it took me like four years to do it and it was painful. So (laughs) I figured, let me help people by starting with de-schooling. And then our second pillar goes into basically like educating yourself and teaching yourself you know, what are the methods? What are the different curriculum options? What, you know, what's unschooling, what's a co-op, all that type of stuff. And then the third pillar is community, because honestly, I don't know how anyone would do this alone without a support system around them, whether they're virtual support or local support. Mm -hmm. And then the fourth one is like your vision and roadmap. It's basically taking everything Now You have the knowledge you have support and you've de-schooled yourself. You kind of make your plan and your vision for your homeschool, and then you create your roadmap for the year. So we created a course around that. It's eight modules itself. Um, And now we've, this summer, decided we wanted to roll it into a membership site, which I don't even like to call it that because it's kind of confusing, but basically it's called the Confident Homeschooler Society. And so now it's The course is included and it includes, you know, group coaching with me, um, obviously the community of the other people that join the society, and then also monthly themes, resources. I would like to eventually do a monthly book club, but someone told me that I'm overwhelming them by adding all these extra things. So (laughs) I don't want to overwhelm anyone, but I definitely want it to be something that serves them in their homeschooling journey.
0: Sure, that's awesome. So you're with your society, your membership, cl- uh, uh, I almost said club, but the, the yeah, society like, the club. yeah. So all of that is included with a monthly subscription. What, what's your price point on that?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Cause we've been going back and forth, but um, right now it is $10 a month to get in, but August 1st, it is going to go up because I've, after crunching some numbers and realizing some things, I um, just cannot afford to keep it that yep. low and, and have it be what I want it to be and put money into marketing to get more people in. So right. um, it is going to be going up. I think we've landed at $27 is going to be the, the final thing monthly. And then you could do an annual plan or you could upgrade to an executive and it's just cause I really want to help walk these parents along on their journey. Like I get so many questions. I spent an hour last night helping a friend pick curriculum and mm-hmm. it's like, I want to do that, but I, it'll be so much easier if we could have group calls and I could do this in a group setting. So if I can help one parent, then all the other parents benefit. Yes. So, uh, rather than just keep repeating myself. So right. that's why, you know, I really want to help set people up for success and walk them through this first year and there's all there's a um, I have friends that are created programs that are for the kids like little co-ops with stem classes and art and I think that's genius. Yeah. But I'm just so passionate about the parent. Right. And I really think that it starts with the parent. And people will come to me and say, "What schedule should I do? What curriculum should I pick?" And in my opinion, that's all great, but none of that really matters until you have your mindset in the right place. Right. So That's really what I want to start with. And I want to de-school all the people that come in. And the society right now is really meant for people in their very first year, so that we can like, from point A, kind of walk them through this year and help them with bad days, good days, questions they have, problems that arise, um, and bring in specialists, like we're having a specialist come in on homeschooling um, children with autism. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited because I get those questions a lot, about that. And I honestly, I don't have experience with that. So I'm not going to try to teach on that. Right. Um, but also, yeah, bringing in experts in, uh, we have like a diversity, um, month we're going to be doing. And I want to do a homeschool around the holidays because I love home. I love the holidays and I love homeschooling. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So just like those things of like, you know, is it okay to take a week or two off at Christmas? I, we usually take almost the whole month of December off. So you too. I was, I take six
0: weeks off from Thanksgiving to new year's. Yes. There yes. are
1: things that we'll do that. I can count to school
0: during those six weeks, but it's pointless uh, for me. And yeah. we travel one or one or both of those holidays exactly. and I cannot get us to focus again no. long enough to get anything productive done so I already I schedule it in my planning like yeah <laughs> we start in I July with our school because we know we're taking six weeks off in December and
1: January I love, <laughs> I love that I would rather instead of like a three-month break I would much rather have like two weeks here three weeks here spurts yeah. throughout the year well
0: I I love your idea of the community and and the um the online help i live in rural pennsylvania and i have been contacted by a few different local parents who are like we need a community for us um mm. meaning the uh people who are not strictly uh conservative christians or fundamentalist christians because there is a huge need and now with the influx of people pulling their kids out for a year the need is yep. so much greater is your community um, Sensitive to that, um, in that like, do you have a creed of faith where you're like you have to believe these tenets in the Bible? Um, or are you right. open to a a gamut of belief systems yeah. as far no, as spirituality?
1: Great, great question. And we are totally open. We do not affiliate or associate with um with any certain religion or spirituality. I mean, I myself do uh identify as a Christian, but I really, when I started this brand, I, I saw when I looked in the homeschool space, like tons of Christian resources and, and role models for Christian homeschoolers, which is great. I mean, I look up to a lot of those women myself, uh, but I really wanted to create something that was all inclusive, that had no, nothing to do with, you know, religion, spirituality, but that it's just a bunch of homeschooling parents that value good education and lifelong learning.
0: Yeah that's awesome okay so how do you feel about having multiple communities out there because what if I started one too yeah <laughs> but, okay I love that that's actually one of my big visions like you mean like having a local community local and online because there, are like you said there's just so many people who are asking me the same questions and I feel like my time isn't being spent well Um it not being maximized the way it could be, um, yeah. because I have the same questions being asked and what I'm sharing with one person can help a second person or more yeah. than two people at a time. And so I guess, um, do you have one, one or two questions, like people like me, do you have room for us on your team or, um, if we, if I started something, are you going to be intimidated? I guess is my other question, which I know this is kind of weird, but I cannot tell you how many women have told me that they are intimidated by me uh, because I really? get excited about stuff. Oh my gosh. It's, it's a thing. It is most definitely a thing Aww. I've had. I've had to work through some issues with um, me and women because of things oh girls gosh. have told me. And so I guess, um, I I'm sensitive to that and, and I, oh, yeah. and so I, I love it when I find people that I can work with, um, which is, yeah. So I'm going to let you answer that question first. And then yeah, yeah. this is one reason why well, I connected so much with you because I didn't yeah. feel like you were intimidated by me just in our first conversation, but no. go ahead and respond. I'll shut up.
1: Not at all. First <laughs> of all, I'm always over collaboration and community over competition. There is so much abundance to go around in the world that like what my husband and I do in our other business, we're business launch coaches. There's like a million of those, but we could either sit here and be like, oh my gosh, someone else is doing the same thing as us or a similar thing, but no one's gonna do it like you. Right? right? So would I mind if you did something similar? Not at all. Um, But if you ever wanted to uh, like do it under the confident homeschooler umbrella, you know, I haven't actually even considered that like Andy and I've talked about having affiliates, like mm-hmm. having someone bring people in and get a cut. So like if you referred someone, you'd get fifty. Like if they paid twenty seven a month, you'd get half of that every month. Right. Um. So we talked about having affiliates, but like if you ever wanted to start something under the Confident Home score, I wonder there's probably something we could work uh, on together. Right. Under you know, I haven't even considered such a thing, but that's really cool. But honestly like Elizabeth if you want to start something very similar there there's other homeschool coaches out there and I mean I'm totally open for it I'm not threatened I I love it cuz I think we need more of us out there I don't think there's yeah. enough of us and I think different people resonate with different people so yes. someone will see me and be like yes that's my girl but then other people will see me and be like nah pass you know
0: yeah. yeah Yeah that's what I've been thinking a lot about that and so I guess for the sake of my show right now and beyond our conversation, assuming people are listening to this, (laughs) um, (laughs) I, I am actually looking into that. So with homeschooling, I think that word collaboration is so huge. It is so huge and it is so important and competition needs to just die. It just needs to die. Like, um, I know that in a man's world, men really do respond well to competition. And there are quite a few women that respond really well to competition. However, when it comes to our children's education, our children really need to be thought of first. And we really need to just die to the whole idea of competition. Let's just do that. And let's just be um, families who are encouraging each other. And because the majority of the homeschoolers, the majority of the homeschools that I know are run by the mothers or the women of the, uh, the couples or the families, even single moms. I know that are homeschooling, um, it, it tends to be more female, a female dominated field, I guess. And so let's be women strong enough and confident enough in ourselves. Or even if you're not confident, don't go and attack each other, but let's go and encourage each other. Right. I mean, this is going to be like next level. I mean, you all, if you are listening to this, you probably have kids and you all went through the whole pregnancy stage or the adoption stage. And then you had little babies and then you had to talk about the breastfeeding vers- versus the formula debate. And do yeah. you breastfeed in public? Do you put a cover on? Do you feed your child? Which kind of formula? Like, you know how that debate can like get women's hair up. Like just um, oh,
1: yeah.
0: take that and then multiply it to exponential <laughs> amounts in the yeah. homeschool field. There's so many things that you can disagree on and so many things, but instead of like saying, this is the best way, or this is the best way. Could we not just say, these are our options. What works for us, um, yeah. which is how we should be feeding our babies by the way, but nah, you no, know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, I might use this as like an announcement. <laughs> I, I have to start something. I have to. Um, yeah, I have I too agree. many people telling me to do it and too many people writing to me saying, what can I, what can you do? How can you help me?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I want to do a book club. I do. Um, and I want to do two different things. One for parents and we're going to, I actually have gotten permission from the wild and free ladies, um, Ooh. at wild and f- be wild and or.com. Or and, um, they are going to let me do my own uh, book club with the call of the wild and free by Ainsley Armett. And we can they gave me permission to do any materials that I want to do with it um, and have any kind of discussions I want with it. So I have the book right here. I know it well. I love it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I just finished reading it last month and I am, well, actually, no, it was the beginning of this month that I finished it and I am ready to reread it again. And I've been homeschooling for six years. So I hope that tells you guys something. It's a fantastic book. It is. So what are you announcing? Tell us, tell us. Okay. So we're going to do, um, a parent's book club. We're going to do, oh, well, oh wait, hang on. I think I have a name for it. Kids in tow. <laughs> I
1: love it. Kids in Toe.
0: And so we'll have a, um, a book club for moms. We'll meet, um, once a month to discuss the section or once a week to discuss the sections. And we're going to try and do that whole book in one month, um, in Got the it. month of August. And then I'll
1: be in, I'm
0: in. Awesome. And then come September, we'll start, um, I'll do a kids book club and I have like five different ideas on how I'm going to do that. Um, so you'll have to just bear with me until I really yeah. iron it out, but it, to involve our kids in, in it, and we'll have a private zoom session where, um, those Aww. who join will be able to show your kids. So we won't, we won't put our kids on the internet as far as like publicly, but yeah. you know, like my, one of my ideas was, um, either, having everybody read Paddington bear, or just have some type of book about a bear. And then everybody, each family presents their book report on said bear, um, whichever bear you decide. So that's kind of, that was sort of my thought process. And that way you can have different ages and different levels and things like that. Um, so also I want to make available, um, private or semi-private uh, Zoom meetings where we discuss planning or curriculum, or have the Q and A's where we just sit and just hash it out as a group of moms. So, mm-hmm. love it. That's my
1: thought. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. So yeah, I think that's awesome. I I'm I'm all in for the book club and and the chats. We're actually I thought the same thing. My friend actually presented that to me. That doesn't homeschool. She said why don't you just have a zoom call and answer everybody's questions? Cause you're getting so many. So I scheduled one for Sunday night. Uh, I don't know who will come, but I'm going to just figure out do them semi regularly until school starts to help people. Cause I'm with you. Yeah. It's like, I keep getting these questions. And I don't have the time all the time. So I want to just yeah. say, Hey, I hop on to our zoom call Sunday night.
0: Yeah. Are you There's making those on. available for free? If anybody wants to come or yeah. Do they need those to be for- yeah.
1: yeah. Those are free. I love it. Serena, this has been wonderful, but I feel like I should probably let you go. (laughs) Yeah, no, I know. We could talk all day. Has it been a while? I guess it's been an hour. I think an hour at least. Is this going to be a two-parter? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Works for me, girl. Works for me. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me. I love this. Um, Obviously, we could talk for days, so I think we're probably going to talk again. (laughs) (laughs) And let me know about your Patreon and everything that you're working on. I want to stay in touch about it. Okay.
0: Yeah. Sounds great. Thank you so much for your help. Thanks for being part. Thank you. So if you couldn't tell... I got along really well with Serena and I had a great time talking with her. Our interview did last about an hour and a half long. It was a mega episode. So I will be splitting that up. Next week, we're gonna be talking about curriculum and we will give some reviews on what we personally use. We're also going to answer a few questions that I got over Instagram. And so you will not want to miss next week's episode. Also, I wanted to make sure that you knew if you wanted to join Serena's community, the Confident Homeschooler, make sure to do that right now. She has a special going on until August 1st, where you can join her community for $10 a month. If you join before August 1st, you'll be able to get be grandfathered into that price. It goes up after August 1st. But let me tell you, to walk the homeschool journey for your first year, it is So helpful to have somebody walking with you. And Serena has the tools and the layout and classes and all kinds of things available through her society that will help you, the new homeschool parent, walk through this year. I highly recommend you go join her society. So go check out Serena's society at theconfidenthomeschooler.com. You can follow her on Instagram and Facebook as well at The Confident Homeschooler. And when you do, drop her a line and let her know you heard about The Confident Homeschooler on the Four and Toe podcast. Thanks so much for joining me on this edition of Four and Toe podcast. Be sure to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Four and Toe Podcast and Four Toe Pod. Also, go to my website, toepodcast.com for some blog posts as well as updates on my show. Be sure to follow and subscribe to four and toe podcast on the podcast app of your choice. And if you absolutely love the show, be sure to give it a review and tell your friends, get the word out about my show. I'm looking for an increase of listens, especially in this day and age when homeschooling is on the rise. I want to be there to encourage you, the homeschool parent. You can always email me at four at gmail.com or go to any of my socials and message me there. until next time have a great homeschooling week and remember mama you've got this